now we can start whenever you want. We certainly can, God damn it. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, everybody. Welcome to episode you keep telling I don't. Ten. Ten. We made it we made it to ten. We've made it to double figures. That's awesome. <laughs> not out not, not only that, we've been doing this for over a year now. Really? Yeah, because we haven't been doing wow. like every every month. We haven't been that on yeah. time with everything. But yeah, we, we it's been a little bit over a year since the first talking bollocks. And uh, wow. that's that's pretty damn cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is basically um, yeah. This, this is well, this is like a side hustle for us both, isn't it? Hence, it's like it's you know it doesn't come out every month. We've both got more important things to do, and then when we find the time, we can get together and have a fucking moan. Yeah. Um, or you know, or, or rejoice. Either way, the, you know. The, honestly, this is going to be majority rejoicing for me on this episode with one major moan. But you know, yeah, I know what that is. I just know what that is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if for, for nice. those of you who are watching this who are confused, we review albums on this. I, it's, yeah. I I feel I feel like it's not clear sometimes, but it's like you know, yeah, that's what we do. We review albums, if you want yeah. to call it that. Um, yes, yeah, but yeah, that's I correct. I I can't believe we made it to ten episodes. To be completely honest, I can't believe you ever wanted to do a show with me in the first place. So <laughs> that in itself is really cool for me. So no, that's, that's that. Well, look, that's 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 very nice of you, um, but. Um, uh, you know, I, I I think it's a great show, and I, and I I respect your opinion. I ever have, I have ever since I watched the the little five ten minute video you did about bands you should know, and that was Acid Rain, and you were so spot on with everything, which nobody ever is. Anybody, you know, when you're in a band, like you don't expect people to really get everything, everything you've hidden in the mix and all the rest yeah. of it. Uh, and that's why you got the age of entitlement before everybody else, because we all we we all were like watching out and going like, this guy's pretty much nailed it. Um, so that's why you got the album. And it's it's still to your credit. I still think it's the I still think it's the best review that, that anybody did of it. Um, Thanks, man. That honestly, that was the beginning of me starting to think that this was a thing I was going to keep doing because you were the first person from any band that ever really contacted me in that way. And I yeah. was just like, holy shit, H from Acid Rain is like <laughs> messaging me. <laughs> and so it made me feel like legit for a second. I was like, all right, well, then there you go. I guess people out there do care. And so I've just kept on fucking doing it because of that. Well, well, there you go. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm pleased we were able to um, uh, encourage you. So I say we. Sounds like I have a, a split personality, but um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, but the I know acid the feeling. Rain camp hosted yes. by H. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but I, but I know the feeling as well, though. You know, I, I, I genuinely do. Um, I've just agreed to do a guest appearance on on someone's album, and they're like, "Oh man, you've no idea how much this means to me." And I'm like, "Oh, dude, I do, I do." Susan, <laughs> like, you know, when Suzanne Vega said she, she'd love to do it, yeah, I was dancing around my front room, couldn't believe I was messaging with her, you know. And I ain't no Suzanne Vega, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to to be fair, she couldn't front acid rain either. So, I mean, you know, it's true, depending true. on what you're needing. Well, to um, be fair, we did, when when I interviewed her, we both did agree that she couldn't front acid rain and I couldn't, uh, I couldn't get away with doing her catalogue. So, you know. I Not mean, you did, you did the one song justice in your own way. So I'm, you know, I absolutely I, I that. 
Absolutely. Um, but so, you know what? But let's not fuck around. Yeah. Because I've got five albums to talk about. And I almost feel like we need to get the big release that I think we're both going to complain about out of the way just so we can move on with our lives. Because I know, I know <laughs> for damn sure, knowing the people that watch my shit, everyone is probably not everyone, but the people that care are going to be like, yeah. I wonder what old head thinks about the new Megadeth album. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, let me, let me tell you, and then you can chime in whenever you want. Cause I'm assuming you've heard the whole thing, right? The whole- um, I, 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 I've, I've listened to it three times. Um, Same here. Same here. I, I, I don't, I don't think I am. I, I don't think I'm at the, um, the, the, the level of passion that you are. Um, but I'm, I'm sure I will be able to contribute. You'll, you'll bring up some valid points. So the sick, the dying and the dead is the name of the album. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's the 16th actually, album. Huh? Do, do you know, before we go any further, I'd just like to place on record that I really, really enjoyed dystopia. Um, I, or I, I even have it on vinyl and I'd get the vinyl out and, you know, show it to you just, mm-hmm. just, just to rip your game off. Um, but, Which is funny uh, because like two of the albums, on. two of the albums I'm reviewing, I have vinyl for, and I just forgot to get them. I'm just like, fuck <laughs> it, whatever. doesn't matter. <laughs> Cool, cool. So the sick, the but dying, yes. uh, the sick, the dying, and the dead. Which, let's face it, okay. And I, I, I hate to sort of tread early doors, but I feel like this is my my territory here, which is comedy. And the album opens with what can only be described as a Monty Python Life of Brian tribute. <laughs> I bring out your dead. I'm not dead. He is, you know. I mean, <laughs> I'm feeling better. No, you're not. Not to not to compete with your Britishness, <laughs> but that's from uh, the Holy Grail and not Life of Brian. So, oh, you're you know. right, absolutely. You're, no, no, no. That's my ADHDness getting um, uh, getting in the way. But now. you're but you're right. That's the first thing I thought about. But like, to, the really funny thing dead. is that when I was when I was listening to the album and I was about halfway through, a little bit more than halfway through, for some reason I'm just like looking at the cover art of the album. And I'm like, the album is kind of like the cover art because I look at the cover art and I go, that could have been better. <laughs> um, not not awful, like in for what it is, done very well. But I'm like, I wouldn't have done that. That's yeah. kind of a disappointment. So, but the weird thing is, this album seems to be getting a resounding positive review from everybody. And it, oh, I yeah. can, I can only chalk it up to two things. Number one, the first couple songs are actually pretty strong. So I think a lot of people, when the album kicks off like that, they're like, "Oh, this is a great Megadeth album." It doesn't continue that way. And number two, I really, really, really think that most people who are really big fans of a band will do everything they can to, to like the new album, no matter what especially when it yeah. seems like that's what you're supposed to be doing. Um, because yeah. if I've learned anything over the years about the metal community, it's that there's a lot of following the crowd with. And so um, the positives about this album are the same positives for every Megadeth album, very talented people, all very yeah. good at playing their instruments. Uh, Kiko's an amazing guitar player. He's got him on board. Dirk, the guy that plays drums on this album, is amazing. This got this has fucking Steve DiGiorgio on bass on this album. I mean, Dirk for a start. Okay, I mean, like 
just a, a, a brilliant drummer and uh-huh. so, so good that he's let off the leash a couple of times. You know, Chris Adler didn't even get that. Yeah. You know? um, uh, although I still get the feeling kind of Chris Adler was an employee, whereas, you know, being brought in to do the album, whereas what we've got here is a guy who's embedded in the band, who is a member of the band. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, absolutely, you know, props to Dirk because he is, he's he's killing it. Um, yeah. And I and I agree again uh, with Kiko, with Steve. My mate Steve is a lovely guy. He's a lovely yeah. guy, and um, a fucking legend in uh, yeah, and a legend. <laughs> and he's done and he's done all sorts. But it, but also also with uh, and again, I think this this kind of I don't know plays into it for me. Um, and I'm sure we'll we'll get to this point at some point. Is his appearance is needless because Alefson's bass was all recorded. Um, but if I, you listen, there are some little flourishes of bass on there that I go, that doesn't, I don't think Ellefson would have done that. So I think there's a little bit of DiGiorgio flavor in there. I agree, but there'll be other places where there isn't something where Dave would have done a flourish and we you're, don't get that. You're, you know? you're, you're correct. Yeah. Um, so, so, so from that point of view, it's just that it's just that like right okay one bass player recorded the album right let's wipe that we get another bass player recorded the album great and now we've got another guy in to do it live um and and that is just so megadeth that yeah. is so it, megadeth and it seems it seems um i don't know if you would call it ironic that um that dave ellison was kicked out of the band essentially for wanking off in public and yet Dave Mustaine is perfectly okay with wanking off lyrically for an entire album. And so um, that's funny because lyrically this album's pretty awful. Um, And uh, I mean, vocally, I'm not going to really get on him because his voice has obviously taken a turn and he's, you know, he had throat cancer and he's been through some shit. I'm not going to complain about his singing because I think all of that said, he sounds good for what he can do now. Is it good enough for the songs? I don't think so. Um, But my biggest gripe about this album is that once you get past song three, even song three is a little bit treading water. And there's a whole lot of stuff that like, I've kind of already heard this for Megadeth before done much better. And the really funny thing is that there are tracks on this album that would be right at home on Super Collider, an album that everybody fucking hates, but nobody's yeah. mentioning that. They're like, "Oh, this is a great, it's a great album." I'm like, "Well, what are you not listening to the second half of the album because there are some real turds on the <laughs> back half of this album?" And so, and not not to mention the fact that the thing that annoys me the most because I was I was talking lyrically is the fact that there are numerous tracks that seem to be to to wrap it up in a in a nice little ball are saying things like isn't the military awesome and then they and then they fucking have the nerve to put a cover of police truck by the dead kennedys uh. at the end of it like <laughs> like that's literally i i guarantee you that jello biafra and dave mustaine would not get along in a room together <laughs> so uh, yeah well certainly if jello's heard megadeth's version of police truck that's for sure that too. I'm um, just talking hey, about just but, as people. <laughs> but, oh no, I I absolutely agree. But I mean, you know, hey, we jump into the extra tracks here already. Um, well, I'm just I'm just saying that because that really what I just said it goes for the whole album. It's very well done, but there's so many things where I go, 
oh, that's so dull what they did there, but done by very good musicians. And so that's why yeah. it's so weird. It's such a weird push and pull for me because I hear technically things that I should go, this is really good. Other things where I go as a, as a, as a person who's, who's written songs for 30 years and been a fan of music for longer and heard all these things, I tear things apart in a way where I go, that he kind of settled for that part right there. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, and so, and, but honestly, I felt, I felt that way for their last several albums. I liked things about dystopia. I also thought things about dystopia were kind of run of the mill and not very interesting. Um, and this is the same old, same old to the point where I, I, I now, I feel like I'm kind of now done with Megadeth, which is, kind of sad for me personally because if they would have stopped making albums in the mid to late 90s they would probably be one of my favorite bands ever because that output and the trajectory and the progression from their first album all the way through like euthanasia i'll even go all the way to risk because i think risk is an underrated album has actually had some good shit on it if they had stopped right there i'd be like unfuckwithable the shit they did even the stuff i think is not as good amazing band but there's been so much sort of retreading over the years and that I think now I'm kind of just tired of it. And um, I, so much so that I, I had this vinyl on pre-order and I fucking canceled the order. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't blame you there. Um, yeah. I'm slightly different take. I mean, I, I think the album lyrically is horrific. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, at times I'm going to use the word childish and I think that's more, I think that's more than valid. And I think it's, it's, it's like, it's kind of spot on at times. I mean, yeah. I mean, one of these songs should just be called Ner, 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 Ner. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's like, I'm spotting several digs at Ellefson in the lyrics across more than one song. Now, maybe, maybe they're not all about Ellefson, but at least one of them fucking will be because Dave doesn't cover things up too well. You know, he yeah. wants people to know what his message is. That's and again, that I think that's always been a bit of an Achilles heel with his lyric writing, mm -hmm. is that is that subtlety is not a thing Dave understands. Yeah. You know, you know, sometimes less is more. Dave's phrase, always more is more. Um <laughs> and um and, and I think, yeah, so there there is there is stuff in there that, and dogs of Chernobyl, anybody? I mean, yeah, keeping it topical, Dave. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's recent, isn't it? Chernobyl. Uh, okay, whatever. Dave wants to write something about Chernobyl. Well, well, Bye. I believe it's a, I believe it's supposed to be an analogy for his cancer. I think that's ah, uh, okay, right, right. In, in 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 which case, that literally just completely undermines everything I just said about <laughs> about his lack of subtlety. And everything else. And now that does make sense with an article I read about. But, um, I, I, you know, did you read the article where it said his doctor helped him write the lyrics to that song? That's the article <laughs> I was about to, that, yeah. that I was about to mention. Yes. Yeah. Um, and hey, look, uh, uh, look, we can sit here, we can sit here on YouTube or on a podcast and, and, and giggle about it. Um, yeah. uh, but ultimately he had, he, he had cancer. And yeah. and he's probably built up an incredibly strong bond with his oncologist, who was flattered that Dave wanted his you know opinion, and he and he gave him some little bits and pieces to to work with. So yeah, so so rather than be the usual massive cunt that I am, um, I'm going to say you know, 
fair fucks to him on that point. Um, However, just let's just go really basic. The song titles, Life in Hell, Night Stalkers, Sacrifice, Junkie, Psychopathy, Killing Time, Soldier On. I mean, Mission to Mars, We'll Be Back. What? Yeah. These are song titles that that have been used millions of times over the years, you know? And there's and there's riffs in the album that have been used millions of times over the years, um, which is funny yeah. because when I, I did like a reaction to the very first song that they released from this, and I ah. for the for the most part I liked it, but I remember we'll somebody's back. yeah somebody's yeah. Co- somebody's comment on my re- on my reaction was um, you couldn't write a you could you write a song any better than this, and my response was probably, but if I can't. Does that make my opinion less valid? Because then it totally makes your opinion unvalid too. Like, why does it matter if I could write yeah. one of these songs? I I know a lot about music and I know a lot about what Megadeth have done and what thrash metal is in general. So yeah. it, but well, it, yeah. it, is, it, it is one of those things where, where should I be commenting on it? Fuck yeah. He put it out here for us to hear. <laughs> well, everybody can. I mean, it's like when people, it's like when people use um, popularity as some kind of as some kind of justification for something being good, it's like it went platinum, and it's yeah. like yeah, it's still shit. Yeah, you know, there's amazing still... music that went nowhere and shit that went platinum. It just works that way. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but look, when I heard "We'll Be Back," I thought that like there's potential here. Yeah, there's real there's real potential here. It's still, I mean, it's one of the best tracks on the album by a long way, and it borrows. Her, like massively from Megadeth's own back catalogue. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it is nothing new. Um, there's some bits and pieces in there, but after three listens, I just found stuff not sticking. Yeah. Um, I found myself rolling my eyes and and that's, that's not a good thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh God, Oh really Dave. And I, and that's kind of what, how I felt about it. Like, Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. And then occasionally you just hear some like absolutely wicked fucking shit where that's just like being pulled off amazingly. And you go, Oh yeah, there is, there is that. Yeah. And then, and then it's back to the drudgery. Um, uh, It's, it's not the worst album I've ever heard. It's not the worst Megadeth album that I've heard. Um, And I am going to give it, I am going to give it a bit more because if nothing else, because of those reviews, you know, I, I'm, and it's like, do you know what? Maybe on the 84th listen, I'll get it, you know, and, yeah. and I'll see what everybody's going on about. But right now, I really, really don't. And if that is the case, I want to be, you know, know your enemy. I want to be an absolute full, you know, agreement with myself that yeah. I've done everything I could to like this album. Uh, I mean, it, you know, it's kind of like, I mean, psychopathy, which is one minute and 20 seconds long, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan, but, um, Things like junkie, you know, I, I I just kind of think like this could have been on so far so good so what? Apart from like on, on, that's know. that's one of the songs I've said could have been on Super Collider because it's so just like right mid mid level rock music. It, sorry, it's... sorry, no, you're, you're you're absolutely right because I always look at so far so good so what as a bit of a low point in Megadeth's career, certainly yeah. production wise. But now, oh, but, yeah. and it was at the time it got battered at the time, but now. You know, you look back on it with fondness and actually like play some songs on it apart from 502 because Dave's acting again. And he can't fucking <laughs> self stop stop himself acting again on this. 
Yeah. He can't stop himself. Yeah. No. Where are you when I'm told I'm a do- and it's like Dave, it's you again, isn't it? I, I mean, I, it's, I, you know. I have to be completely honest, though. I I get caught up in one particular fact that I know most fans probably don't even give a shit about, and that's the fact that lyrically speaking, the Megadeth that I knew growing up and loved, if there were lyrics about the military, it was about how the military was awful, <laughs> and now. It's yeah. gone it's gone full circle where it's just like, nah, military's pretty cool. And so for some reason I can't get past that shit because military like the, intelligence, two words, words combined, combined that, that don't make, make sense. sense. Yeah. And yeah. so and so, but now and so that the reason why I can't get behind that is because I have no problem with supporting the military, but the military is a thing that if we were good people, we wouldn't need a fucking military. And so yeah doing songs about how cool this type of attack is i'm just like no no it's fucking stupid it's go, go play call of duty and shut the fuck up but you and, know. The, and also two two things here firstly um celebutant lyrically oh, actually God. no 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 do you know what I'm, I'm no no do you know what i'm going to carry on from what you were saying there about, about right, like yeah. the military and stuff it's like uh dave mustaine has had the idea of putting Ice T on a track, and nobody has gone. Dave, it's not 1994, mate. Yeah. Oh, but it, I, it's, that's uh, one it, of the parts I like. I love I, Ice T pops up anywhere, and I'm down for it. But still, that's look, I I I like Ice T, mm. but even on this, I just think it's like a needless. It doesn't need to be there. Oh yeah, so, no, it's that's uh, nothing. But having said that, I I was just critical of Dave always acting and never getting voice actors in. So you know he's got somebody in. But again, I just think it's 1994. I just like, get Machine Gun Kelly in. Get fucking Eminem in. No offense to Ice-T, he's a fucking legend. But at least if you're going to get a rapper on, make it somebody who doesn't have their own heavy metal band and been (laughs) on everybody else's albums already. But Yeah, it's true. You know, you've had an original idea and seen it through completely unoriginally. And and I kind of feel like that is that's that's Dave's niche. And then we move on to Celebutant. And I just think... Mm. I just think you keep doing this, Dave. You keep beating yourself up. You've just written the lyrics to Moth to a Flame and you put the two lyrics aside and yours look shit. That's, yeah. If you're going to compare songs, Moth into Flame is a fucking great song. Yeah, I know. It's lyrically, a, it is a, lyrically yeah, yeah. as well. Lyric, I mean, I'm speaking purely lyrically here. Purely lyrically. But yeah. it's like it's Hetfield's ability to be uh, to be subtle, um, to write in metaphor, you know, which is something Dave just cannot do. You know, if if yeah. if if Dave if Dave's neighbor has got a black pig that wakes up in the morning and keeps him awake all day, all night, and it's really annoying him, the next album is going to be called Black Pig, and the title <laughs> track Black Pig will be about how his neighbor's got a black pig. You know, there'll be no, there's no, there's no hidden meaning here. Other than Dogs of Chernobyl before I ruined myself again. But it, it, yeah, Celebuton, it's just pathetic. It's it, yeah. it's just like, oh, you want to be famous and oh, you're on my social media all the time. Yeah, fuck off, granddad. Well, you know, yeah, move along. Yeah, but it's the same, the same thing happened. That Covering that kind of thing nowadays, like if you don't do it really well, it comes off really cheesy, which which happened on the last Exodus album with like clickbait or whatever that fucking song was, where it's just like you d- sometimes it's just you just seem like an old man, and and, mm. and I know I know that they are old men, but still 
it's like you know, if you can't if you can't present it in a way that's interesting, then just write about something else. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. I, look, ultimately, um, still going to try and listen, but at the moment, it, 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 yeah, it's it's really. Um, yeah. I I am every review I read, I'm amazed, and then I just see the comments, and the comments are just all, all positive. So yeah. hey, you know, maybe we are wrong. Maybe we're out of step. With everybody, but with either world. way, who cares? Who cares? I feel I feel out of step all the time, so that it's nothing new. Uh-huh. Um, do you, do you want to move move on to, to one that you got to talk about, or what? I I got four more. What do you got? Okay, well I have got. Well, I think I've well, one. I think I'm going to be joining in with you. Um, okay. and it, actually, why don't I go on to another major metal release that came out recently that you have already reviewed because you got a pre-release of it. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, and that is um, uh, the Machine Head album. Yep. So, um, I was, I was kind of like, mm, you know, I, I'm, oh, I, yeah, okay, I'm going to give it a whirl. Um, of Kingdom and Crown, the artwork's a bit odd. Not been blown away by the singles, so I put the album on, put mm-hmm. it on, and I'm like, okay, so this is a ten minute song. Mm, right now by the time we got to the end i realized it was a five minute song five and a half <laughs> five and a half minutes at best yeah okay because basically you have three and a half to four minutes of acoustic intro. guitar yeah. and intro and rob doing his clean vocal thing the song actually kicks in and rocks for about five and a half minutes and then it spends a, a one and a half minutes fading out now right there right there in a in one song is my problem with recent um machine head mm-hmm. is that it, it, it's 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 too much fat there is not that and without a doubt and this and this is nothing new but it's it's it seems to get worse with each album that needless intros are cobbled on to so many fucking songs producers must love working with rob he's like oh great because they love that shit they love working on like intros and stuff like that it's oh right oh hang on you know let's do that again i'm gonna i'm gonna put a a choir behind you like 1800 piece choir let's see what this sounds like they fucking love it yeah but but for me it, it it just gets in the way and after a while it becomes grating and it becomes irritating and i i could literally take three or four songs off this album chop intros or whether a song doesn't have a, a needless intro something similar just gets dropped into the middle of a song for no reason mm-hmm. so we have like rocking 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 boom we'll have like one and a half minutes two minutes of crooning and whatever and then boom we're back again and honestly it, it just chop all that shit out and you have got a fucking great album for me now yeah that's if all that stuff's chopped out yeah um i really I think, think that when not just with this but we could say the same thing about megadeth and a lot of these metal bands that have been doing it for a while i think the 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 problem is that way they work with a producer who doesn't get to do what producers used to do in the past which is suggest things like hey maybe only do that one part two times instead of four you know like yeah. I, I think that a yeah. lot of these bands they've been going for so long that they walk into a studio and they're like look you don't tell us what to do but sometimes it's a good thing to have another 
outside ear to go maybe yeah. edit this a little bit you know but i i also think that's that's partly budgetary as well because you took and they, a lot of these bands would go into the studio and put the album together yeah whereas you now you go in the studio with the album done ready to rock mm-hmm. talk clock's ticking yeah every hour you're in here it's costing you money yeah. um but um but I, I i you know what i will say about this album is um ultimately i like it i like it I think there's um, there's some outstand uh, the outstanding tracks unhallowed which I really like, um, uh, kill thy enemies no gods no masters bloodshot there's some there's some really good rotten that's 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 pretty cool as well mm-hmm. um, again needless intro um, I don't like the the little clips in it there's um, there's a there's a song called uh, a song called Terminus in it, which is it's not even a song. It's just a bit of dialogue and it's pointless. Mm. Um, but there are some there's some really cool machine head stuff in here when yeah. it's up and running. There's some really, really solid stuff on here that I that I, I think is as good as on any of their albums. And I that with this album, I can understand. um it getting great reviews yeah. because my, 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 my problems with it are particularly specific to, to my tastes and what, and what I don't like about machine head, not what I don't like in general, but what I don't like about machine head, mm-hmm. which is this tendency. And also I just think I understand why he does it. I completely get it, but I just think Rob tries to sing too much. Yeah. You know, it, he's, it, it's not his forte. There's one where the chorus is like, <laughs> And he's like, he's oh, it's become become the firestorm, become the firestorm. And you're like, oh, that's good. And then it goes up, and he's like, oh, oh dear, ow, ow. But even that, I can forgive, and it grates less after after a few times. Um, So all in all, I'm I'm actually quite impressed with the album. I must say, Um, although again, that that does hold it back for me. And yeah. one one song as well that I think um, people are really missing out on because it's a bonus track is um, uh, "Extraoception," um, and it's a it's a it's a uh, instrumental, mm. and it is fucking brutal. It's 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 fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I must admit on first listen. It really caught me by surprise, but I'm going to have to add one caveat here. I've never played that opening track again. Yeah. I start the album with choke on the ashes of your enemies, because that is like four minutes, six seconds. Hoof. Let's have it. And, and that, that exactly for me, right. That is my, my, my problem with machine head right there. I would do away with that first track entirely as I do. And I just start on choke on the and boom, straight in. Hey Rob, instead of doing all the predictable intros and all of that shit, why don't you strip all that away? And why don't you just have 10 tracks yeah. that go for the jugular and sit in that groove that no one does better than you? No one. Yeah. That machine eddy groove that is fucking rocking. And there's plenty of it on this album. Um, it's just that there's, you know, there's lots of good meat. You've got to cut. You know, you got, you got to cut some fat off here and there, but there's lots of good meat. Un, unlike what Megadeth felt like to me, which was just like more fat. 
than yeah. than you know anything that was lean. Yeah, when I, when I when I've gone back to listen to this album since I reviewed it, the the thing you're talking about is what keeps me from getting into it. Is it seems like every time I feel like the album's getting going, there's another like, oh, now we're getting ready to go again. And I'm just yes. like, oh no, let's no, let's we already got ready to go. Let's just keep going. And um, so it's a little, but yeah. it, it is once again, it is one of those things where, musically speaking, I'm just like, it's very well done. Like they're yes. they're a great great band. So. It's yeah. just and it's a t- I, it's a tough thing being so picky about songwriting for me. So yeah, and I also understand those choices as some you know Rob Flynn is thirty years into his career you know at, 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 with Machine Head, and I think you know what man you know if you need to do shit like this to keep you interested to keep putting albums out, that then I get it. Yeah, and I and I'll just have to edit. I'll just have to keep editing your albums. <laughs> when I get them. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, cool. Cool. All right. Well, so, allow, so for me, we're moving into territory where I'm, there's going to be four albums that I'm going to be talking very positively about. Um, the first one I'm going to start with is the brand new 13th album from King's X that just came out. Um, it's called three sides of one. Uh, it's the fourth, first album they've done in 14 years, which that seems like a long time, but I guess that, yeah, I guess it was, Wow. It's been a while since their last one. And honestly, the last one, I liked things about it, but I wasn't completely blown away. This one, on the other hand, I can't get over the fact that this is a band that's been going for so long. Even before they were King's X, they were a different band. Same three guys. They've been fucking doing the shit forever. And yeah. Doug, Doug Pinnock is in his 70s. I know, it's amazing. And there is so much... The songwriting on here from these three guys, because that's a, that that's why it's such an appropriate title, Three Sides of One, because everyone gets equal time songwriting and vocally on this album. Um, Doug Pinnock, Ty Tabor, and Jerry Gaskill. And it gives you all the flavors of King's X that you want. The real heavy shit, the sort of Beatlesque kind of stuff, stuff that's a more of a groove. Um, it's all there. But the thing that like, on repeat listens of this that I just can't get over is that this far in the game, the first half of the album, the first six tracks is absolutely perfect where I'm just like, how do they write such fucking amazing songs still? Now the second half is really good too, but there's a couple songs that don't have the same sort of fuck yeah quality for me, but overall I I can't think of another band as with a 70 year old in it that does music where I go, holy shit, this is good. Like that. I and King's X is the only band that I can think of. And um, it's just, it's just so well done. And it's like, there's a, there's a, the way the album ends. Cause there's a track where like all three of them are kind of singing on, which they do at times, but there's a real, all three of them singing the same thing. It's not a harmony. It's a, right. for, for some reason, lyrically and vocally, the way that song wraps up, I go, "Ooh, is this? Is, is are they not telling us this is their last album because it has uh, that? Right. It has that feeling to the end of it. Yeah. And if that's the case, then this is an amazing way to go out because they just prove again and again that there there is no band that sounds like King's X and nobody that does the shit that they do, and even this far into their career, they still fucking nail it." Um, the really interesting thing about this, though, is that 
all these nice things I'm saying about this album, and I love this album, easily in my top 10. The really weird thing is that this year, also, there was a, 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 a solo album from Ty Tabor, the guitar player and, and yeah. vocalist. Yeah, you love that. That, that is probably going to be my album of the year. And it's so weird that these guys are like just putting out solo albums that are great albums together that are great. It's just, it blows my mind. So, but three sides of one, if you like Kings X, it's, there's something on there that you're going to be really pleased with. Um, But if you, if you like that, if you like everything they've done, it's all here. The variety of all the different flavors that they've given us over the years. Like there's some, some heavy fucking shit on here and some also very beautiful shit on here. So yeah. um, that's it. I, I don't know if you've heard it yet, but you know, it's, no, uh... I, and to be honest, I mean, King King's X to me is dog man. Um, and Which I that's a that very unique album like, for them. Yeah, no. And I'm, 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 I'm aware of that. And I, but I, but I do like it. Um, yeah. But um, I, King's X is not something that I've, I've ever really, you know, Gretchen goes to Nebraska is probably the first thing that I ever heard. And I, and I heard it at an age where I was never going to like that shit. Yeah. Um, you know, I was just like musically, I was elsewhere. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm, given you're raving about it, that's probably the only reason I would actually listen to it is that, is that, you know, you, you, you rate it so highly. Yeah. Um, not something that I would probably have got round to. So, um, so yeah, you know, I, I'll, I will see, I will search it out. Yeah. I mean, I mean, literally just the, the, if I, if you, if you get into it, like the, the second and third tracks there, cause I would say, cause that, cause that literally gives you like, like a really heavy song that you would not expect followed by a fucking a brilliant sort of like bluesy track with with some of the like Ty Tabor's guitar solos are some of the best I've ever fucking heard and 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 that he he is just smoking on that fucking song so I'd say right. just if nothing if nothing else go listen to tracks two and three and then if that if you're if you like that you'll like the rest yeah. of the album but right yeah. okay uh mission accepted yeah yeah, challenge accepted. I shall do so. And um, and why don't you do another one as well? Because I've I've only got a couple of albums to do. Okay, so this is the one that I sent you. I don't know Woo-hoo. if you even I don't know if you even listened to it because you said three that times. It, 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 oh, okay, three times. So the reason come why on, I sent dude. it to you. Come on, come on. I know why you sent it to me. I started smiling as soon as start, as, as soon as I started playing it. But you and, also said um, it was unlistenable. <laughs> well. Purely from a now, I don't know what was going on, and I don't know if it was. I'm I'm in a I'm in a courtesy car at mine uh, uh, at the moment because my car's being um, repaired. Okay, and uh, or as or as you dear people in the states would say, it's in the shop. Um, so it, it's I, I, so I've got this like freaky little car, um, Skoda Fabia. It's not a car; it's it's a mode of transport. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it hooks up to the phone straight away. Plays everything fine. When the album first came on, I literally slammed my brakes on in the car because I thought I'd fucking hit something. <laughs> and, and then and then I moved off again and I was like, no, no. And then I turned the stereo off and realized that all of these clunking noises that I thought were like branches hitting the car or something. Did, no, it, this is all on the music. So I re the phone again mm-hmm. and they went away. 
Okay. Um, I mean, but but that being said, though, you were talking about the production. The album, the album is the visitor, and the band is Cigar, which good is good idea. A, Men- mention the album and band yeah. we're talking about. So, Great idea. You so pro. <laughs> let's let's uh, let let me. I'll start from the beginning. So Cigar yes. Cigar is a punk band from Portland, Oregon, and they put out an album in 1999, disappeared from the face of the planet, came back 23 years later with their second album, which is called The Visitor. And um, it's their first on Fat Records, which for me, that's a big deal because Fat Records is a great label. Um, Fat Records. Fat Records. They put out less great stuff than they used to, but this album, I I sent it to you because you and I are like-minded in the fact that we were young people that were in... Like but even back back in the day and back in my time, we were both into like thrash metal, but also punk rock like the descendants and things like that. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, well, if anyone's gonna appreciate this, H is gonna appreciate this because it's got it's almost like right smack in the middle. Whereas like uh like the kind of punk they do, it's 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 categorized, people say skate punk. That's the shit that I really like, which would basically be like you have you have thrash metal. Over here, you have crossover, which crossover is thrash with one foot yeah. in hardcore. Skate yeah. punk is thrash with one foot in punk. And I'm, and so that's what I like. All these old fat wreck chords bands and the old epitaph bands and all of these bands, the yeah. things that I loved about them was that they were punk, but it was shit that like, try playing that shit. It's, it's yeah. hard to play. Um, it's real technical, real fast, a lot of stops and starts but very melodic. And that's what Cigar are doing. And Cigar have made this album that I'm like, man, if I had heard this album in 1992 or 1993, it would have been, I I mean, I love it right now, but it would have blown my mind as like a teenager because that's exactly the shit that I loved. And it carries this vibe of this music that I love. And it's just so repeated listens so so catchy so many catchy parts in the songs but also these little twists and turns especially with the fucking drummer which the one thing you were saying about the production the production i think could be a little bit better it's hey look i i think it absolutely works it's 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 what the album needs and what i love about this album as well is partly the production because it you know you listen to this and you go oh man this takes me back there's yeah exactly no ain't no fucking pro tools on this motherfucker this yeah. is like this is guys in it, and when you put it on, you can shut your eyes, and it's like, you know, three, four, five guys in a room, absolutely sweating, tight as fuck, just yeah. playing the songs, and yeah, it, it it takes me back to another place and another time, um, and yeah, awesome. I mean, I mean, I've I've only listened to it three times, so I haven't picked up on all of the nuances, but definitely yeah. things you've mentioned there, the it- fucking drummer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's a, and it's a grower too. It's, it's an out. That's the one thing that I love about it is that first listen, I'm like, this album's fucking amazing. Third or fourth listen songs towards the end that I was like, Oh, these aren't quite as strong. Nope. They're those, yeah. the, the, the melodic aspects of some of the songs start revealing themselves and the catchiness of them. So it's literally just super fast, technical punk rock music with great songwriting and great hooks great performances it is but it but you you nailed it because that's the one thing that's so good about this is it it, it has a nostalgic quality for me it really takes me back mm. and um yeah, it does there's not enough bands doing this kind of shit and then so um if you're into that if you're listening and you're into that kind of punk stuff uh it's 
highly recommended. So that's well, I've I've sent it to three people straight away who I thought would like it. Okay, yeah. one said reminds me of Bad Religion and someone else, but you're right, I do like it. Yeah. The next person I sent it to was Pete D, bass player with Acid Rain. Mm-hmm. Not bad, kind of early Bad Religion vibe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the third hasn't got back to me yet. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's what's not to like if 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 you think you might like this album from what we're saying, yeah. you will. <laughs> you will. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Cool. Well, that that's cool. yeah. That was that was nice. That was a nice little. No, posit- yeah, definitely. Some yeah, positivity yeah. going on here. Oh well, let me let me drag that down. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> so um, this is from um, one of my um, patrons, Paul Hutchings, um, who is a top man, and um, he said, "Look, and to be fair, he did say here's an album. I think you know, I, you know, the two of you should check out, which apparently just means me." Um, <laughs> Because uh, yeah, you've 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 given this album a cursory glance, whereas I've actually, I've actually listened to the fucker twice. Yeah. I, I think I think I I had a hard time getting past the description of the album. <laughs> it, it is it is one it's what it's one man's collective jism. Yeah. Um, it's not one man's collective vision. It is it, it is a multi instrumentalist. Now, the minute I hear that, I always think. Okay. Otherwise known as somebody who can't get on with people because yeah, right. yeah. somebody Difficult who has to work with. control issues, maybe. Mm-hmm. No drummer, don't do it like this, do it like this. God, you're great to be in a band with. So anyway, no band. So the inverted commas band is called The Reticent. And the album um is beautifully um oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not not um well, anyway, the album is called The Oubliette, okay, um, which is uh, which is a sort of suitably up his own arse already. Um, it's pretentious. Um, an oubliette is a dungeon with a trapdoor in the ceiling as its only means of entrance or exit. Okay, so there we go. That's that's what it is. Now, yeah. the oubliette. I was informed by. Um, Paul, this is a concept album about a documentary that the main man in the band, well, the only man in the band, so it's not a band, that the man watched about um, dementia. And that sparked this album. Well, right out the gate, a documentary. So documentaries, by definition, are not cinematic. So he's tried to create a cinematic soundtrack to a documentary, which I which I think is ill-advised to start with. Now, I would also like to say that this as a concept is a very noble and noteworthy um idea, mm. you know, and 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 as and as my favorite movie critic Mark Commode often says, I'd rather see somebody fail trying to do something different and reaching for the stars rather than achieve yet another same old, same old. So, you know. You're, that sums up how I feel about a lot of music. <laughs> I'm just like, do something different. If, if it's not as good, I'm still going to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. So, So props to him. And I have to say as well that musically, um some of it is like you know it's majestic it's there's a lot of depth on this album it's brilliantly played um 
none of it really um, works for me. Mm. Um, each inverted commas song of nine minutes, 46, six minutes, seven minutes, 13, 11 minutes, 47, 12 minutes, 14, 10 minutes, 30 and six minutes, 10. Um, a lot of these for me are just needlessly long instrumental gymnastics that have no relevancy whatsoever to the theme of the album or to what's trying to be communicated. And some of it, I find it quite clumsy. It's like they've hatcheted some some dialogue from the from the documentary and put it over the beginning of a song, and that gives him that gives him an excuse to go off on a nine nine minute instrumental wank, and then have a bit more you know a bit more dialogue at the end of it and go ha ha you see this was all about that no it wasn't it was all about you mate um, <laughs> and 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 the songs that don't do that have there are, there are just huge huge instrumental parts in these songs which again when you're a, when you're a multi instrumentalist and it's you doing it all i'm sorry but that just comes off as massively self indulgent massively self indulgent and that's because there's no one there to go dude we don't need this five fucking minutes here but it is yeah. um i also feel that the whole thing is cringeworthily on the nose i mean literally you know, dialogue. Oh, yeah. Well, he doesn't know where he is anymore. Oh, his his kids came to see him and he didn't recognize. Yeah. Yeah. That's what dementia is. Yes. Is <laughs> Have you got anything to say about dementia? Have you got anything new to say about it? No, there isn't anything to say about it. It's a it's a kind of a and I hate to say this because this is. This is kind of out of order. But it's it's a dead end topic. It really is. Mm. It's about forget. It's about forgetting everything. It's about losing who you are. Um, and and I'm I'm lucky enough to have only had a little bit of exposure to this kind of thing in in life. Yeah. Um, now I'm sure there's people who maybe listen to this and will and will go like, wow, that you know, it, I found it profoundly moving, and it was. And it was, you know, there was bits in there that reminded me of my experience and things like that. And, and I hope, I hope that, that that it has that effect for some people. But for me, um, also the fact, I don't know, that it was based on a documentary. I don't know if this guy's had, had like, suffered with family members with dementia as well, and that's what yeah. inspired it, or whether it was just a documentary, in which case I, I feel like it's kind of, it's almost got a sort of um, car crash kind of, you know, leering quality to it. Yeah. Um, also, um, it's it, it's it just doing something like this based on a documentary. Like it is just, it, it, that's why the whole thing is so on the nose for me. Yeah. You know, um, so there's no, there's nowhere to go. The album starts and ends and every song is just the same message over and over again. Apart from it's supposed to make it more heartbreaking. And for me, it doesn't. Once you've said fuck, you've said it. Yeah. You say it another hundred times. Well, you're just making it 99 times weaker. So it doesn't matter how many times you say, oh, he's losing his memory. Oh, he doesn't remember his kids. Oh, and then you write a song from, you know, from his perspective going, oh, some people visited me today and I don't know who they are. That's literally the only other avenue you can go down lyrically. 
Yeah, and he does, and and I and I, I just felt like there there is some beautiful music in it, and I'm you know this is not without its merits at all, you know it's it's I'm I'm really conflicted because it's so it's so noble that I don't want to write it off as shit and he's a twat because that's that that's wrong that's yeah. totally wrong, but by the same token, I feel he has nothing to add, nothing to offer. And at times this comes across as an album that could have been made before he saw the documentary and thought, yeah. oh, now I've got a lyrical subject for those 12 really long meandering songs that I've got nothing to do with. And I can chop some, um, I can get some dialogue off this, throw that in there. Oh yeah, maybe that'll work. And, and again, that might be hugely disrespectful. But if that's how I feel listening to it, that it's that it's it's disjointed that it doesn't work that it doesn't hold together that there's no through line to it there's no drama there's no there's nothing new it's and these songs don't make sense and also some of these songs and this is a really really base base observation but some of these songs are really long and really technical and your album's about dementia. Hello, <laughs> are, 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 are we seeing the juxtaposition here? Because for me, that doesn't work. Mm. It's like, oh, this poor man's losing his mind. <laughs> oh, check out how good I am on all my instruments for ten minutes, dude. What was that supposed to achieve? But then again, there is also there are some nice moments on this, but ultimately, it didn't work for me. I can't recommend it, but. <clears throat> If anything I've said makes you think, eh, do you know what? That's what's going to be worth checking out. And then, then I would. I really, really would. Because one thing's for sure, there's a hell of a lot to dig into musically. Lyrically, I think it's it's got nothing to say, nothing new, nothing to contribute. Mm -hmm. And I think, and I also think the I also think the clips of um, dialogue are, are ill advised. Some of them, it, 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 I don't care if it's real or not. That's the other thing as well, is that because they're not cine cinematic, when you have clips of dialogue in music, they're usually from movies. And, 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 and the reason you put them there is because they have that cinematic weight yeah. and, cr and create a vibe. When it's from a documentary, it's people just going, yeah, he's fucked. Yeah, he can't remember anything. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? Now, I'm, I'm obviously, you know, paraphrasing there, but it's kind of like, yeah. yeah, okay. So anyway, look, I've gone about... Funnily enough, like the album, I've gone on way too long. Yeah, um, I and I, I all I did was skim some of the tracks. <laughs> you fucking. You and it was. But here's here's the thing though. Coward, I, coward. I, I literally went. Oh, this doesn't sound too bad. I'll, I'll get around to this, and I didn't. Um, okay. And from what you're saying, that would be the reason why I wouldn't like it because, like, just hearing little bits, I go, "Well, this seems really well done." Um. But I feel, but that's that's kind of as far as I think I would go. Interestingly enough, I'll, I'll, I'm going to take us away from from rock and metal for a second, just because this oh, popped yeah, into my this popped into my head. Cool. Because we're talking about an album about dementia. The yes. nobody ever needs to write about dementia ever again because somebody made the best song about dementia ever. There's a there's an old singer named glenn campbell you know glenn campbell yeah is? yeah 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 absolutely yeah. so he i i don't know if he if he's passed on yet or not but he was getting dementia to where it was like you know you might as well get ready for this shit yeah one of the one of the last songs he wrote 
is called I'm Not Going to Miss You, which is literally all about how eventually he's going to forget everybody. Mm. It is a fucking heartbreaking and beautiful song to the point where if anyone ever said, I'm thinking you're writing about dementia, don't. Glenn Campbell did it. (laughs) He's like, he literally nailed it. That's literally all you have to say about it. That's how heartbreaking it is. I'm not going to miss you. (laughs) Do you know what? Do you know what? And what you've made me realize is as somebody who's, you know, worked on screenplays, writes comedy, et cetera, the golden rule of writing, as as you know, this isn't and this isn't anything like you haven't heard before, mm-hmm. is write what you know. Yeah, yeah. So when you rock up without dementia, with the total sum of one documentary in your arsenal, and decide that you're going to write about dementia with some kind of weight and some kind of knowledge, yeah, it 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 comes across as inauthentic. It doesn't ring true. Yeah. Um, well, I think a lot of that goes with my problem with a lot of prog rock and prog metal is they always try to write about really heavy shit from the perspective of somebody who's never gone through said heavy shit. And so it always feels kind of empty to me. So I, I, that, I think that happens a lot, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Also writing about, you know, having a fight with a dragon. Well, that's, that, that you too. know, yeah. yeah. Although, yeah, although in the... In the gaming world, it is it is possible. I do understand. Yeah, that. if you yeah, if you played a game, you know you know what it's like. Um, yeah. Anyway, anyway, so so I, I apologize. I didn't join in on that one, and I apologize to Paul because you know it was he he suggested something, but in my brain we had moved on from suggestions because I'm just like eh, we 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 got enough to talk about. Um, in fact, yeah, I still have, yeah, I still have fucking two more albums to talk about, so I'm gonna try to be right. quick. Get stuck um, in. My uh, uh, number, my fourth one that I'm gonna talk about is the brand new album from the uh, Swiss thrash band Algebra, and uh, their new album is called Cor- Corruptora, which is a, technically a bat. That's what that means. Okay. Um, so this is their fourth album. Their last album was the 2019 album, which is called Pulse, because it has a question question mark. Um, all right nicely done nicely done there and that was my uh that was my second favorite album of 2019 do you remember what my first number one album of of 2019 was (laughs) uh i i I, do you know what i could take a wild fucking guess yeah it was a little (laughs) album called the the age of entitlement that was my number one of, of 2019 but my number two was their last album so i was really looking forward to this because i love what they do as a thrash band and they've continued to do that where um and and push things forward a little bit for their band so they're they're technically like they actually have a little bit in common with age of entitlement because they are a band that takes a lot of elements that would be considered classic thrash elements and present them in kind of a more modern fashion and um and on top of that it's got a little bit of a hardcore quality in it especially in the vocals because the uh the the vocalist the best way i can describe it well you you'll get this reference i think um todd the bass player of propagandi whenever he sings yeah. songs yeah that's what the vocalist sounds like so put oh i like that put that guy on top of Fuck, on top really? of technical thrash metal stuff that is unrelenting that that's the thing is that this album is so aggressive that the little bits and pieces of things that are like proggy sometimes you you might not get it because you're just being battered over the head with the brutality of the album but 
it's just a, the algebra have this this way of presenting this really aggressive thrash metal in a way where somebody like me hears it and i i hear all these nuances in it and um and and the thing that's been added to this album that i really like is on several tracks there's a a melodic vocal element where he's not necessarily singing he's sort of shouting in a key and then there's a shouting key melody you know a harmony on yeah. top of it yeah and it sounds like great that. and it gives it gives another element to these songs and at this point i don't know if i like it as much as pulse but i've only heard it three times at this point um which uh so yeah but it is one that i'm going to be visiting a lot because i really like this band and i really like their sort of modern take on the on classic thrash stuff um so that's really all i can say about it it's it's just it's it's really aggressive thrash if you if you like that you'll like this but if you also want a little bit more meat to pick out of and, and you know and some little nuances and intricacies within it that you can get on multiple listens then algebra and corruptora is a, an album that you'll enjoy so that's uh well that's that sounds um sounds up my alley as well so i'm gonna have to um i'm gonna have to uh, get a listen to that but funnily enough you triggered you triggered a memory of mine uh-huh. of and i bear in mind i don't know what ne- the next album is you're going to mention but that triggered a memory of mine of listening to the new toxic album oh i have heard that but i'm not reviewing that but we can talk about it if you want yeah cool okay i thought it sounded absolutely hilarious it i mean literally to the point of it made me laugh it made it's so over the top yeah so over the top that i just found myself laughing going do you know what lads i'm i can't slag this off because i like you i like what you're trying to do it's hilarious. It's entertaining. It's not for me, but hey, keep doing what you do. It, you, it's funny that you that you put it that way because when I I I, I listened to the album all the way through one time, and and, yeah. and, I, and the <laughs> one thing when it was over, I just remember thinking to myself, "Well, that was pretty fun." Like the yeah. word "fun," the word the word yeah, "fun" yeah. came out of my mouth, <laughs> and and but you're right because sometimes there are a few moments on that album where I go how many guitars are playing right now? Is it 12? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I found myself, I I genuinely said out loud at one point, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) But but whatever it is they're going for, they did it very well. Yeah, absolutely. I wasn't wasn't a giant fan of their stuff from back in the day. Although I do, I like those albums, but they're not like in my tops of the, of the time. Um, But I think it's probably because they, they, they're, I've never been it's it's pretty rare that I'm on board with a lot of the higher pitch singing. There's there's yes, a few singers yeah. that I like that do it, but the bands that are known for that style of vocal um a lot of times it turns me off. Um, Same here. But uh but they were good at what they did and I think as a as a older band coming back doing new shit. I mean Yeah. I, yeah, if somebody no, I, says absolutely. the Toxic album is great, I'm like, "Well, I, I yeah, it's got qualities about it that I think are really good." Yeah, no, absolutely, and I and and if you're wondering if you're if you're of an older generation, um, and you've got some you've got a vinyl collection, and you've got you've still got a turntable that has forty five as an option. Um, if you haven't got the new Toxic album, what you can do is just go and get one of your old Crimson Glory albums, okay, <laughs> and put it on forty five, and boom, you got the new Toxic album. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's interesting that you, that was one that I listened to and I thought maybe I should talk about this one, but I, I ultimately just, it got so stacked with the shit I wanted to talk about that I, that I left it behind. But, but we, but we have, we have covered yeah, it and I, I and probably is the weird thing is we've covered it about as much as we would have, if we'd both listened to it like five times, Yeah, it's yeah. Like, you'd still go like, uh, so what do you think? It's fucking nuts. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, do, what, do, what do you have left? I have one more. Uh, yeah, I have one more as well. Okay, so, well, I guess, um, yeah, you go ahead and go first. All right, okay. Um, so I um, I first discovered Destrage on their album, um, Are You Kidding Me? No. And I saw them. Uh, Destrage? I, Destrage. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I've heard this band. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Ah, right, okay. It is super technical, um, very original. It's kind of like... They 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 end up on bills for like technical death metal, which okay. they are not. Yeah, um, they're Italian. Um, they um, uh, they're they're very complex, but they've also got more, but they've kind of got a a sort of I don't know. They, it, it's it's really original. They, they don't for me fall into you know their death rage and that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really out there at times. Other times there, there's stuff that's a little bit more um, sane, but even when it is a bit more sane, it's still less sane than most bands. Um, now, I have, I haven't got on with the last few albums since. Um, are you kidding me? No, which was in my top five the year it came out. What is this album called? Um, that's a very good question, actually, because I always do this. I just kind of like, <laughs> I smash, I, I smash the through new the. One. Um, Yes, yeah, I'm. I'm. Always, I'm. I'm. I am guilty of doing that, um, and that's also incredibly um, disrespectful to the band. It's called, ironically, um, in capital letters, so much, and then, in lowercase, too much. Um, I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, <laughs> um, and it's. I mean, you know, there. There's some great. There's some great songs on it. There is. The usual like madness. I mean, one song is called Unisex Unibrow, um, mm-hmm. which which again, two minutes forty seconds. You know, this is Italians with a sense of humor who are just wow. Okay, day. so there's all sorts in this. There's humor. There's incredible musicianship. There's death metal sections. There is uh, stuff that's really punky. There's stuff that's really catchy. Um, it's it, it, it's a smorgasbord of of metal really, um, and. I, I, I'm doing a shit job of of kind of explaining it. People who know Death Rage, who like Death Rage, will be like, oh, no, yeah, I get you. I know that's not far off. It, it, who... see, it sounds to me like something you need to hear in order to be able to really wrap your head around what it is. Yes, yes. Um, it probably would have helped, it helped if I sent you the album, actually. Um, but it, it, yeah, it, it's just out there on its own. Um, uh, like I said, yeah, interviewed, saw them live. Love, love the um, uh, the previous album. Are you kidding mm. me? No. Um, and this is the first album of theirs that's really clicked with me since that album. But just incredibly difficult to describe. So if you're in- intrigued at all by anything I've said, yeah, um, you know, go hunt down Destrage. And I would recommend uh, starting out with Are you kidding me? No, and then moving on to um, uh, uh, So much, too much. Sweet. Good stuff. Cool. Well, I, I'm going to wrap things up with 
the 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 biggest surprise of the year so far for me. Um, mm. So a cup, maybe it was two or th- like two or three weeks ago, I got a message from somebody via my old head Facebook page, and he was basically a dude saying, "I stumbled across your content. I really like what you do, even the stuff that." I don't agree with you on. I like how you present what you're doing and it's great content. I'm like, Oh, cool. Thanks a lot. And we had a little, we had a little conversation just about, you know, music and stuff, just a couple messages. And then he sort of just offhandedly says, Hey, if you want to hear some like new stuff, my band just put out an album. And normally I I would be like, "Eh, eh, yeah, because normally people get, that's the first message you get. Where it's like, oh, yes. I love your stuff. Here's yeah. here, listen to my album. This yeah. came a little bit later on, and and I and so he said, well, here's here's a link to it. And um, uh, Corey is his name, and he is the drummer in a band called Bad Salt. Right. And Bad Salt is a band from Los Angeles. So I clicked on it, just thinking I'll I'll skim a couple songs and I'll tell him, yeah, pretty good. I'll give it a listen later. Yes. No, like I. The album started to play, and I think that first time I listened to like half of it, oh, because I was like, "Holy shit!" And I messaged him, I'm like, "This sounds fucking great. Let me get back to you." And I did I, to let him know that because once I listened to it all the way through, I couldn't believe how fucking good it was. But so the, these guys make music that reminds me of the stuff I was listening to and the music I was trying to make in the early 2000s, which would yes. be equated to bands like Quicksand, Shiner, um, ah, the stuff that you would call right. like, you know, when like, like post-hardcore and alternative kind of merged, but remained melodic and they wanted to have a really big sound. So it was like, it's so that's the best way I can put it. And it's that kind of music where it's it's technically like post-hardcore or alternative, but it's catchy and very well done to the point where it is an album where I I, I I've listened to it several times. Every time the songs get better and better to me. I'm just like, and this is a band that like there's not talk about this band. I mean, I've seen some reviews yeah. online, but they're not a big band on a big label. I think they self-released their album. Um, and it's a self-titled album. If you're looking up Bad Salt, self-titled. Um, but it is so well done for that type of music. And I feel once again, like there's a nostalgia thing with me because in the early 2000s, this, if some, if you had played this album for me in like 2001 or 2002, I would have been like, that's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm trying to make this um, because it's so, it's so good. It's, it's energetic. The songs are big, big, well-written songs, well-performed. It's just, uh, and it's got that, it's got that amazing interplay between a good rhythm section. Like I love where the bass and the drums are playing together and you hear that from time to time. And I'm just like, yeah. that's that shit's never lost on me because I think yeah. there are so many bands out there that don't understand how a rhythm section works. And sometimes that's fine. Most of the time I'm like, nah, you guys need to get better at that. Um, but yeah, if you're into that stuff, if I say the word, you know, bands like quicksand and stuff like that, that's sort of that kind of thing. Um, I, if you're into that, this is great. 
it is it is a great album to listen to and 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 just sort of I don't know it's it's hard to hard to explain just because it is yeah. it did come out of nowhere and all of a sudden just like this is fucking great this is like one of the albums I think a lot of people should be talking about and um well, I mean luckily I am right now <laughs> but um uh, yeah I just think it's fucking great and it's and, and it's their debut and and uh, and I I think that Corey the guy that I I chatted with I think he's been you know playing in bands for a long time and this is just the newest thing that he's doing um i don't know what he's done prior to this but this collection of musicians these four guys forget it man this is uh stuff that should be talked about and it's fucking great so right well uh, well i'm definitely going to check out algebra yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i i not, yeah not a quicksand fan um I, this is that... better than that I, I, just to say i i was that's a base of what they're doing so okay. You, All right. I I think you might actually really get into this because of the okay. actual well, I'll, the, the songwriting on it is once. so good. But um, but you, I mean, they they have like a Bandcamp page you can go to, and I think you can just listen to the album there. Well, I I I can forgive I can forgive a hell of a lot. Um, it, it, you know, good songwriting makes makes you get a lot of exceptions as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know, because that's ultimately what it's all about i don't care how fucking good you are at playing your instrument can you write a song yeah and that's the that reviewing albums that's the thing i seem to always run into is that i feel like it's so necessary to like do comparisons for somebody else to because like we don't we don't live in a world where i can just play a clip from the album and we get to put the video out it doesn't work that way um so so i'm left with like well what are the what are the bands that sound similar um but that that is just the, that is just the beginning because like you like you said the songwriting is what's important and that's what really shines on the Bad yeah. Salt album. So, you know, I've said enough. It's great. You know, go check it out. I'll no, probably I'm, I'll probably link to stuff in the video description and um for, yeah, for the, well, for, the bo- I, for the bollocks listeners, um yes. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> or or go to or, or go to um uh uh, Stephen's website, uh, which old is head. well, yeah, YouTube, <laughs> old head. Go to the old head YouTube channel, and there's always a link on the podcast anyway to there. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, look, songwriting is what it's all about. So yeah, yeah. you know, if 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 these guys are um, uh, you know are, are rocking out decent tunes, then yeah, I'm, I definitely need to hear it. Definitely, yeah. and and again, that is a prime example, almost coming full circle here for me. That is a prime example of what I find frustrating about Machine Head, is that is that, like, I know, I know you could, I know how you know how to write a good song, Rob, and I know you keep dropping these like chunks of singing shit and 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 all of this bits and you know all that, and it's just like just because you have to try and keep yourself entertained this deep into your career, but you know what, uh, songs like you know the the ability to write songs it doesn't change you know mm. the the rules the laws and what works are the same now as they were 30 years ago when you started out yeah and um but anyway you know i'm 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 not going to re-review that again but um yeah songwriting we, we just we can just about. we can just leave off with songs matter people <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely all songs matter yeah they do yeah um Anyway, so yeah, that's 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 all I got, um, and cool. uh, and it's been a lot. We covered a lot of ground, um, which is which is good because some sometimes like uh, you know there there's not a lot I'm excited about, so it, it's always cool. 
to have no, so much it's, to it's, talk about. It's great to have so much to talk about. Um, and uh, and also on a day like today in the UK, because um, we're recording this on um, uh, the day they're um, uh, interring the Queen, burying her. Oh. Um, so... Um, so yeah, you should you should see my uh, my TV guide on my TV. You turn it on and it's like, like there's like eighty odd channels and it just says Queen TV. The, 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 the burial of the Queen, burial of the Queen, burial of the Queen, burial of the Queen. It's just like wow. I opened my BBC Sports app. No sport, just the Queen's being buried and it's wow. like wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, fun, it's... funny enough, that's over here too. There's a lot of that over here, which is weird. Oh, I can on, imagine. On the last, on the one of our last episodes of Cranked and Ranked, I, I, I had to ask Eddie. I'm like, am I supposed to care about the Queen? Because why is it all over the news? And <laughs> I don't understand. Well, this has nothing to do with my country. But... No, I, d- I do get it though. It's like the most famous woman in the world died. That's well, who's but who's who's only famous just because she was born into the right family. Oh, oh yeah, no, I, 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 I absolutely get that, but there is no, there is no kind of brackets after the most famous woman in the world. You know, it's like you either are, you aren't, and she yeah. was. So hence, it's a big fucking deal, especially when you've been around that long as well. Yeah, you know, that's I, true. I always, I, I always think, you know, I always think if if your face is on the money, you're kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. But but anyway, uh, it, yeah, Wait, do they, great does that mean this. does that mean they change the money now? Does King Charles go on the money now? Um, they... I, I I think like slowly but surely it'll be phased out. But already already post boxes which have because the, the it's the royal post the royal mail. So all our post is delivered by the royal mail. But not all mm-hmm. of it. Obviously we've got like DHL and all those other useless twats. But um, every single post pa- post box has ER on it. Elizabeth, Elizabeth and Royal Mail. Um, And I went past Postbox the other day. Jesus, it's a CR. When the fuck did they do that? That was fast. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, So, so yeah, you know, our our queen has died, but don't worry, all the dragons are fine. And um, (laughs) and, and, And and yeah, Hobbiton has not been invaded and we're all fine. Thank you. Don't worry. All our teeth are about to fall out and we're just going to have afternoon tea now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's uh, bizarre times, but, um, you know, what else is bizarre? What, oh, you know, what else yeah. could go on right now at the moment? And, you know, the, the, the state of the planet and the state of the world. And, yeah, everything is just like beyond fucked. So, yeah. you know. If we're oh, well. here next month, we'll do another. If we're here next month, we'll do another episode, won't we? Yeah, we 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 we've made it ten into ten episodes. That's a pretty good run so far. Double um, figures, man. Double figures. That's what it's so all yeah, about. Go if you're if you're uh, if you're not a patron of Howard, go do it. Um, Please links, do. Links in the video to all of his stuff. Go listen Thank to Acid you. Rain because you know they rule. And um, cheers. Yeah. That, that, cool. that's, that, that's all i got you want to take it take that, us that, out? yeah yeah take it take it to the bridge john <laughs> john otto take us to the matthews bridge oh, um yeah. by the way i found an awesome um uh interview in fact this came via i, I credit where credit's due um dx ferris the the slayer expert who's been on talking bollocks a number of times mm-hmm. um and author sorry i'm just get out of it sorry just wildlife fucking with my my uh, my balcony. Um, he sent me a message saying, "Hey, there's a really cool interview with Paddy Considine here, because I did a 
uh, I did a movie bollocks with him and um, I told him to go watch uh, a British movie called Dead Man's Shoes. And then he, he messaged me about two weeks later and was like, Jesus, you did not warn me. You told me to watch it. You didn't warn me like, you know, what it was like and what it would do to me because it is one of those movies that will turn you inside out. Um, okay. Good reasons, but it, it's like, it's a typical British movie. It's way too fucking real. Okay. You know, it's way too real. These people don't feel like they're acting. Um, and he sent me this link to Paddy Constein being interviewed, which is really cool. And during the course of the Paddy Constein interview, he's, he's like, you know, he's talking about being on set with Simon Pegg and how Simon Pegg's all excited saying like, oh, you know, on this stage, they did this and that. And isn't this amazing? And he said he always felt kind of like guilty that he, he'd be like, well, you know, whatevs. And he was kind of felt guilty that he, that he didn't have that level of excitement. But then he says, he said, but if I'm standing side stage waiting for Metallica to come on, I'm fucking amped. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I like yeah. this guy even more. And I didn't think I could. Um, so it was an interview that are, they're, they're called distraction pieces. Hey, check this out. How noble are we giving recommendations about other podcasts, right? Um, now, Lascrubius Pip and Dan Lassac are a couple of musos. Uh, Pip was the rapper. Dan was the music. And I listened to their stuff uh in the kind of like mid late 90s really liked it really weird really odd mm -hmm. um just just odd if you go and listen to some you'll be like why wow, this is really cool but what the fuck is it yeah um and he's got a he's he's kind of moved away from music he's deep into doing a podcast and there's like hundreds of episodes and I dug one out with Wes Borland, which I listened to yesterday in case yeah. anybody was wondering where the fuck this was going and how I'd even started out on this. We're back it's, to Limp it, Well, As soon as you said interview, I was like, it's probably with Wes Borland because that, he, he, that guy's a cool guy to listen to um, him talk about music. Yes, and it is. It's really cool. It's even cooler listening to him about uh, driving driving a truck in London in rush hour with a stick shift and it's the first time he's ever driven on the wrong side of the road. It's the first time he's driven manual for years. And he's in London, like, like you know, uh, rush hour, which was just hilarious. But anyway, um, really cool, really cool um, podcast to listen to. And they are called um, Distraction Pieces. The podcast is called Distraction Pieces. Okay. Um, and, and while you're at it, check out some Dan Lassac and Lascrubius Pip because it is beautifully weirdly wonderful um and hey what better way to head out at the yeah. end of a podcast than give you another podcast to go and look for you know or video cast if you're watching this on the old head youtube channel so um thanks a lot guys it's been an absolute pleasure nice to see you again mate um i'm yeah. gonna give algebra a definite i'm gonna track that down okay oh, and, and and king's x king's x absolutely and <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And and uh, and and, and uh, go check out some Death Rage. Will, will do. Yeah, because I'm not kidding you. No. OK. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody. That was episode 10. 10. 10. We made it to 10. Episode Woo! 10. Woo! That's a good ending.